Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Loud and Curious with Chris DeRosa, a special bonus episode um, with Janice Morgan. You may have heard her on season one doing a hostile takeover. I'm back. Janice wants to. She said that she's grossly underprepared. First of all, when she walked in the door, she said, I'm grossly underprepared for this. But but please feed me. Um, yeah, but please like have dinner ready waiting for me when Thank I walk in the door. Thank you so much. Um Janice is going to take the reins of this, and I'm actually going to be the interviewee, which usually I say when other people do this, it never works, so hopefully we can <laughs> prove that wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Janice is going to do, I'm just, you take it away. I'm going to take it away. This is a, a hostile takeover. It's not very hostile, I guess, if you introduce me and feed me, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so last time that we did this, we played a little game that I invented called 20-ish questions which does not function the way that 20 questions does because normally when you play 20 questions, you are trying to get to a goal yeah. and answer. And really I just asked you 20 bogus rando questions that I, but I did actually write them down. Yes. I have nothing. This is just nothing in front of you by the seat of your panty. Quite literally. <laughs> Quite literally. I have, um, I'm wrapped in a blanket and I have a glass of, of San Pellegrino in front of me and I'm, I'm ready to roll. But what I'm interested in doing this time is taking it way back to the childhood of Chris DeRosa Really exploring who you are and where you came from. Okay. So tell me what you know about the day you were born. Well, um, I was born in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, um, which is an hour north of Pittsburgh, 15 minutes from the Ohio border. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a Sunday Mm -hmm. and July 22nd. Represent. Yeah. We share a birthday, you and I. I was what remind me of what year this 1990 okay great I was five it was my fifth birthday and somewhere in the world in the world in Westfield New Jersey to be exact I was having a birthday party it probably had a dance theme did you also know that on your fifth birthday and on the day of my birth it was a complete solar eclipse really yes I just have been getting into my astrology and like that it was there was actually a complete solar eclipse on my the day that I was born. Wow. And that actually really strongly impacts my birth chart like in my astrological chart. Yeah. So quick sidebar. What do you know of the like what kind of impact or have you gotten that far in the research to know like what the eclipse has to say or do like with your chart? I know that it means. I mean, and this is the most cliche thing in the entire world, but like it means that like that part that signifies that like you are like have the yearning to like dynamically change the world in the sense of like you want to put your mark on the world. Well, duh. And like, yeah, but like some, but I get the more I think about it, the more some people don't think that way. Oh, totally. But yeah. I mean, for you personally, but like, I've that's always like thought clearly, about, yeah. yeah. I've always thought that way, but like it was only recently validated to me when someone was reading my chart and I said that I was a, there was an eclipse on my birthday and like they were and the person was like, that's really important. And like that person also had the eclipse Mm -hmm. on their birthday and they were like, you are going, that means that signifies that you like are meant to make your mark on the world and like change things and like be dynamic in the world, in the, in like on a world scale. I also like, hello. 
I'm here. Yeah. So apparently it was a so, and it also mean I mean astrologically, like your rising sign is like what what sign was on the horizon when you were born, and the fact that like the sun, because I was born at six thirty in the morning, so like the sun and the moon were actually like in the same quadrant, and like your moon sign is like your childhood, correct? And your rising sign is usually like your like what you're aspiring to be, and like because those things were so, and your sun sign all those things are so closely together that it's like crazy. And it, I think if I remember correctly, that it's like you're an old soul and you're like more self-actualized than other people, or at least like you, you like want that. You like crave that. That to also like self-actualize, tracks. Which like makes sense because yeah. I have a whole blog about that. Totally. Um, <gasps> okay. So, so 630 yeah, in the morning, 630 in the morning. My mom had been had been in labor with me for three days. Three days. Okay, that was my next question. <laughs> Friday, she went into labor, and I mom. wasn't born until Sunday morning. Oh my god! So well, you're just like having a nice time, maybe. You're getting ready. You I gotta, was really you were, stubborn. Or you were waiting for the eclipse. I was really stubborn. I was waiting for the eclipse. Is what I think is really was what was happening. I was really stubborn from birth, and I was <laughs> breech. I was breech, so I had to. My mom had to be C-section. Like emergency C-section and I almost like didn't make it like I almost like it was like really intense for like for like some time apparently did you my mom was so like out of it because they had given her so many medications to just like sedate her because she, she had been in labor for so long that when she like when the doctor walked in the one time she was like why is he here and my dad was like <laughs> you're having a baby like Lori like do you know where you are and she was like no so that yeah and it when- was a dramatic time <laughs> I mean, a, a fit entry into yes, this yeah. wild world. And so that's that was the day that I was born. And wow. it was a complete... And I only just recently found this out, like, literally three months ago, that it was a complete solar eclipse. Did your parents... Did your parents... Or- do your parents remember that fact or have no my mom was like them? i didn't fucking know that like i she, was she would never up. say the f word actually but like <laughs> she like literally was like i like was i had bigger things to do that day than like look at the solar eclipse <laughs> that's like, not literally, look at the sky i just called like it's a couple months ago i was like did you know that like i was born on a solar eclipse and she was like no and i was like how did you not know and she's like i was like a little preoccupied like wasn't paying attention to like the sun versus the moon at this at, on this day and so did you grow up in the town in which you were born yes and like my entire family is from there. Wow. So so when you were born there was like there were a lot of family members around presumably. Yes. You were like a lot very of much members. born into like a tight family. Yes. I'm like in the middle of all of my cousins on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. There's 14 of us or 15 of us. So and I was like the beginning of the younger cousins. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of my older cousins are like my aunts and uncles. Would be like I remember the day you were born. I remember going to the hospital to like see you. Yeah. Cuz it was like I think the cousin that's next, the next oldest cousin to me is like five years, six years older than me. Mm. So like there was a long gap between like, and they're all in very, they're all in similar ages. So it was like a big deal that like the next baby was like coming into the world. That's sweet. Yeah. Do you have a first memory? I don't know, but like, no. Or do you have like... I guess like what would my first memory be? I, I would really have to write it down and like figure out like what the... In the time like there's... We lived in a different... I grew up in a, in a house, mainly one home my whole life. But for like the first few years of my life, we grew up in a different home in a different area of the city in, of like my hometown. Mm-hmm. And I do remember living there, but like very vaguely. But I do remember certain memories from there. Like I remember my dad working on the roof and I remember like giving him 
bringing him water like mm-hmm. from the window and like him and my uncle were like re-roofing the house and I remember my cousin and I like giving him wa- giving them water and I dropped one of the w- glasses of water Aww. and it like it was just a plastic cup and yeah. it like but I remember all the ice going in the in the tub and we had like a, like like and it was I just vividly remember that yeah and some other things I remember like a birthday party once for me I think that was on like my back porch and we were playing like musical chairs I remember like I don't know. There's like certain things that are like memorable, but like I don't remember what what in what sequential order mm-hmm. those would be in. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up in like a religious household of any kind, or was the Catholic school more? No, not just really. The school that you like, ended not up going in like pr- not in the sense of like you can't do this because it's against like our religion. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I'm getting to know a lot of people right now that are Muslim, where that's still like a large, a big governing force in their life is their religion. Mm-hmm. Whereas like. In my family, it wasn't like, well, that's like not religion. Like, it wasn't like these are the rules. These are the, of the rules things we do and we don't because do. of like Jesus right. told us this. Right. It's like because right. like these are what, how we live. This is how you are a good person. Right. Like, not like. Did you go yeah. to church? My dad's not really, really that religious. And my mom like says that she is, but she's really not. And like, <laughs> but like I was confirmed. Like I went to mm-hmm. CCD. I was like confirmed. I had I got all like the original, like, like I got my first communion. I got, um, what's the other one? I got uh, confirmation. I got, I got baptized. I got my first communion. I got confirmation. I went to St. Vitus Church <laughs> and like went there for a lot of my life, mm. like on Sundays. But it was just like another thing. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was just like my this like makes my mom happy. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of my friends go there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was like I'd see a lot of other friends. So it was like always just like and I saw that was the way that I saw a lot of my family members was like at church. Right. So it was a social community. It was like definitely social. Gathering. And you would all like talk afterwards. And then you would like we all would go to my grandma's house and have like Sunday dinner, mm-hmm. like Italian Sunday dinner afterwards. So it was definitely like a social thing. But I was never like super. It definitely was a good compass to like have morals mm-hmm. and be able to like be like, oh, these are the things that like. I still think that all the things that like Jesus taught in like the in like the the old the new testament of the bible are like very good mm-hmm. ways to live your life and is a good governing body for you yeah um because it's ba- based on for- forgiveness and like treating people how the way that you want to be treated mm-hmm. um but it was never like like my mom was never like oh my god what's gonna happen to my son he's gonna like go to hell like it was never right. like crazy like that right where right. like it was like the it was like the end all be all of like what who you are as a person right and I never identified with it in, as like part of me mm-hmm. like yeah it was like something like oh I was raised Catholic but I would never say it today like I'm Catholic right right, right. I still consider myself very spiritual but like it was never something that I was like very super into mm-hmm. mainly because the way I think that the biggest problem with the with the Catholic religion is that it's all about fear mm-hmm. it's based out of fear and not love. Like you're like you're ba- it's based out of like you can't do this or you're going to go to hell. You can't do this or you're going to go to hell and you can't do this because you're going to go to hell. Not like these are the great things that you should be doing. Like all the things that are really bad are the ones that are focused on and mm. not the things that like here's like here's giving to proactively giving, giving to charity to or like helping yeah. people that are less fortunate. That's like a proactive thing that you can do to like be a good person. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is like if I'm being taught that like I can't do any of these things cause it's like the devil is going to get me and like, and like the temptation is going to be too great. Like what kind of, what kind of faith do you have in your own religion that you think that in, in, if I'm being brought up in this faith and then all of a sudden I see like 
premarital sex and I'm just going to be like, ah! whoop, like, and I'm just going to be like, oh, everything I've like literally <laughs> governed myself with, like, bye. Bye-bye. Like, deuces. <laughs> and then just like go do that and then live in sin. So it's like, but you get what I'm saying? I totally get like, what you're it's saying. It's like, how, are, how am I supposed to believe in this if you don't even believe that I can like be a good, like after all this teaching and all this shame right. that I can't you, like, like hold put on complexities I can't, but also I can't hold have my own volition to like withstand temptation right right like a lot of it is like remove yourself from temptation right like that's even in right. a prayer that's a, that's a thing like yeah. yeah and like it's like no I should be able to withstand any temptation that comes my way if I'm like a good Christian or right. a good Catholic person right. right so it was always that was always like what the what is this mm. like that doesn't make any sense to me so it was always there and it's still like I think religions are fascinating. I love learning about them. I think they're really cool. But like, I was never like super like, oh my God, well, like God is like seeing me and is going to be like pissed. Because at the end of the day, like you're taught that like God loves you no matter what. And like you have his undying love. And that's like the Mm. point of the religion. And like, I'm a, I'm a good person. I know that I'm a good person. I do good. I'm nice to people. I'm not a mean person. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't think that like random things that I do that are like, bad quote unquote by the religion are the things that are going to make me like be punished for the rest of my eternity. Thank God. Cause I don't think you're getting, but it's, Oh no, I think I'm like jiggy. Like, but like, <laughs> but like it's, you know what I mean? It's like, and it's also like, it's in direct conflict with the fact that like, Oh, you're God loves you. And like, we'll forgive anything that you do. If you like confess and like, also like, like right. Repent for your sins and like feel guilty and like be right. sorry. Right. But then like, Oh, actually, but JK, like there's a lot of that. Like you actually can't. Mm. Mm. And that doesn't make any sense. So that was always another thing that was like, oh, I'm going to go to hell, but like God loves me, but like he doesn't. Do you remember feeling, did you feel that way from a young age? Like did that sort of conflict spark early? Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of, in a lot of time too, is that was like, it wasn't good to question it. Like Mm -hmm. if I was just like, I need what would like clarification or stuff like that. It was always like, but this is how it is. Not right. like, let me walk you through the steps of how this is real. It's kind of just like, you're not supposed to question this. You're just supposed to like say yes. And like, and like believe this. Did you? And as, and as Leah Remini says in the Scientology show, like with all the little like previews, she's like, if your religion is so great, then it should stand up to a little bit of questioning. That's and like, that's Amen. what she always says. And that's like true. Yeah. Not that definitely. like Catholicism is anything like Scientology, <laughs> but let me be clear. Yeah, But, yeah, but like, no, but I right? get that. Like, doesn't totally. that make sense? Like, you should be able to be like, oh, no, actually, that's like this and this and If that. it's vast and it's great, yeah, it should be able to, like, the collective belief in it should be able to withstand, yes, your doubts because you're a person and that's yeah inevitable. Well, right? And also, like, if a lot of people have similar doubts, it should be able to be answered by the religion. Like a, yeah. It shouldn't be like, oh, we don't know what the answer is uh, to this. We're not certain about yeah. that. Next Like, question. if I'm going <laughs> to adopt this as, like, the, the body that I govern my entire life through, I should, like, it should have, like, the mm-hmm. basics covered. <laughs> Correct or incorrect? <laughs> I like that. Were you, was there a similar dynamic at school? Like I'm imagining if you were that uh, smart and precocious and had that many questions about the Catholic faith, like d- did that same sort of like line of questioning spill over into s- school? Like what were what were you like as a student and what was it like to be? I only went to Catholic school for like two years. But just in general. No, I was always like, I was in the gifted program. I when my in my third grade year, I got tested um, for. I got my IQ tested when I was in third grade, and I scored very, very high. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I won't tell you what my IQ is, but it's, it's really good. It was pretty good. So, <laughs> and and I tested very, very high enough to be in the gifted program, which was like you should be challenged on different levels, and like you should take time out of like 
out of your like normal school week like I think it was like once a month or like it wasn't a lot Mm. but like there was other things that we would do that were like challenging and different and kind of like creative and like a lot of really fun things that we got to do because of that like we would take all these random computer classes and we got to like write a skit one time like me and my friend Rachel like got to like write like these skits that we performed for like the entire school oh my god what was it about it was like a like a who wants to be a millionaire it was (laughs) who wants to be a millionaire was like a big show Uh, and everyone was like a different like everyone was a different character and like I don't remember anything like I don't remember I think I was like I was someone who was like a neat freak because I think the show Monk with Mm -hmm. Tony Shalhoub had just come out so I was like really into like those disorders like that I was interested in learning about those so I like did like a, I was like had obsessive compulsive disorder and mm-hmm. it was like funny but like everyone was like what the fuck is this <laughs> and I was like right and they were like no <laughs> but like I wasn't ever really the kid that was like questioning like like annoyingly but I was definitely like I didn't like being I don't like being a student I love learning mm-hmm. I don't like being a student and especially in college I really didn't like being a student and I'm good I'm I was never the t- I wasn't in the top of my class I wasn't even I think in the top 10 um despite my IQ being what it was. And like, I, I mean, PS, if I would take that today, I'd get like an 80. <laughs> like I would be, f- I would fail. But you, you think that your IQ would be lower? Oh, a hundred percent. Cause like math, like there was a lot well, of it was like math. all these things that you don't, you probably I haven't done, done like, in I years. I can barely do a di- like multiplication in my head. Anymore. I know. But I can't either. Younger, you're so used to it. And there was like a lot of like long division that I was like, I remember taking my, mm-hmm. you take the test orally. First of all, you don't write it down. So you so do you, long division. You have to do it by in your head. Oh my Lord. So that's the point is that it's like anyone can do long division out on a thing. I know. I have to be able to, you have to be able to do it in your head. And I like remember having to draw it on my like, seat. <laughs> like I remember doing that. And you were allowed to do that. And you could take as long as you wanted to answer a question uh-huh. like in your IQ test. And I just remember drawing it on my seat. And like, Wait, what do you mean drawing it? Isn't that true? Like with my finger. Oh, oh God. Like and just and like but but like right, thinking but doing about like the, the muscle being there. Making muscle, your muscles yes. do it, yeah. And like that was hard because I, I wasn't really, I hated math. I don't really like math. Mm. I never liked it. I was good at it, but mm-hmm. I didn't really like it. And then like, there was lots of random questions. I remember the very first question was, was like, I can't believe, oh my God, this is so funny that we're talking about this because I think about it all the time. <laughs> um, the very first question was like, how does a rowboat get across the lake? And I literally said the motor, <laughs> like not even thinking. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I like, was like, the motor and then like she was like all right next question i was like wait never and then she's no. like no you answered like it was like you have to think about it like i just didn't even think about it and i was like i fucking answered the worst the motor yeah so <laughs> um and basically like there was a lot of math that you had to do in your head that was like long math that like i was doing in school and was good at but like right. if i had to do it today i'd be like i fucking don't know i don't know and then like there was a lot of like like, what's the definition of this word? Right. There was a lot of, like, creative questions that, like, I'd still probably be really good at today. But, like, a lot of the math I would do bad on. Like, yeah. really bad on. And, like, some of the, like, history things are just random questions that are, like, can you, can you like, reason through this? But, like, I wouldn't have had – I still don't have those skills in mm-hmm. my head. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you, you like, had to do – don't have the context When for, did you have to do, like, long – Like, name – or name all the presidents or uh, oh, yeah, capital like, I mean, now it wasn't state, like that, like, but, like – But, yeah, I, like, I had to do, like, a very simple – division problem the other day and it made me crazy i did a world i filled out a world cup bracket and i had to add the number of games that i think each team is going to win and it was a disaster yeah like one two or three or four or five yeah and it like yeah like it's really long yeah yeah so like like addition and like all the math stuff would be really hard today to do because i never use math ever right so were you would you say you were loud and curious as a child (laughs) 
I was definitely loud. <laughs> I was definitely loud. Yeah, I was. I guess I was loud and curious. What, as a child. what? Like what? Loud in what way? Like oh, exactly the way I am right now. Just like like a, talking like a, show. a lot. Yeah, and like I was always a person, and like my college professors have said this too. Like very recently, when I saw them recently, like. I was always the person that, like, if no one else wants to fucking talk, I I'll guess I'll it. fucking answer the thing. <laughs> and not, like, the Monica Geller, like, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> no, just, like, like, fill in the air. Like, oh, no one wants to fucking speak, even yeah. though we all yeah. have the answer. Like, I will answer. Yeah, Like, yeah. really, guys? Like, really? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Thank you that... for this opportunity yeah. for the world to be blessed but, with my voice. But just, like, I'll just, because I guess I'll answer this again. Speak. No one wants to fucking say anything. Like, can we just, I want to move yeah. on with a lesson. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would always, like, raise my hand. And I always had an opinion of everything. I was like, I'll fucking tell my opinion right now. I was like, oh, it was, this is like, what do we think about this? Like, hello. You were like, I'm the eclipse. My teachers would okay? be like, the, my teachers would be like, I like would specifically <laughs> ask a question and look away from you. So I would, like, try to find someone else to answer the question before you would raise your hand. Do and you like, remember- was I the smartest person in the room? No. You know what I mean? Like there again, like mm. there were people that were that were like really care. I like cared about school and mm-hmm. like really wanted good grades. But like if I got a B, I wasn't upset because I knew that mind. I was smart. And yeah. that's the thing is that like, kind of like hindered me a little bit. Right. Like, I didn't need to prove anything because I was like, I fucking took that test and like bombed it. And I'll be like, fine. and like as in like bombed it, like it was the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I was like my whole life. I was like, and I knew I was intelligent and like everyone told me that I was intelligent. Mm-hmm. So like. I didn't you weren't need gonna to be like the number one in the class to be or be, one. yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. And like that was someone else's really big goal and they really wanted that. So like good for mm-hmm. them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what did you, when you were in high school, what did you like, what did you want to be when you grew up? Did you think about that? No, not really. Actually. Did you think about where you wanted to live? I wanted to do something in media. Like I really was like, I want to be work in television. Cause like my p- mom and I would watch every reality show ever, 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 ever. Do you remember what the first, which, which was the first that you watched? I don't think first. I don't know. But like we used to watch like Friends together. Like I vividly remember us watching the, the last episode of Friends like in my mom's bedroom on her Aww. like TV that used to be the TV that was in our living room mm-hmm. at the old house. Like vividly remember watching the end of that and the end of Seinfeld. Like I remember mm-hmm. at the time and then I would go to bed and my mom would watch ER. Oh, my mom and I watched ER every day. But I was too day. young. I was like oh. too young. And I remember like the beginning like series so thing good. of it. And she'd yeah. be like, you have to go to bed now. Yeah. And we would watch Everybody Loves Raymond. That was like a big show for us. Yeah. Um, But then reality, oh my God, my mom and I watched everything. Like Newlyweds, as uh, you can see over here on my <laughs> bookshelf, is packaged. Um, still wow. in the wrapping, the Newlyweds season one on DVD. Um, Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica, that was the cradle of life of reality television. That's a treasure. It's the best. A true treasure. I say that An the, artifact, bi- if the you will. biggest moment of reality television ever was the, is this chicken that I have or is this fish? <laughs> Everyone knows that. What did you think when you w- would watch those shows? Like, did you have a sense of the, you, okay, you're like, I want to work in media. I want to work in TV. Like, what did that mean to you? Did you have a sense of like no, what the job? Nothing were? at all. No, not at all. So like when you imagined what your life might be like, I thought of like, I thought of like made uh-huh. sometimes because I remember thinking like oh you would like go and like talk to these I feel like sometimes you would see the producers in yeah that, yeah and I would be like oh that would be like fun yeah or like I just knew I was always creative and I always like I would write stories as a little kid like and there's times when I'm like oh I want to like write and I want to do all these things I'm like but I never wanted to do this when I was little mm-hmm. I never wanted to be a writer I never mm-hmm. wanted to be a but like I never wanted to be like a creator but I always was creating things and I was like writing stories instead of like I don't fucking know. Like, instead of, like, in a car ride, like, I loved video games when I was little, too. But, like, instead of, like, playing a video game or, like, playing on my Game Boy, sometimes I would, like, literally write stories. Yeah. And I had these stories of, like, 
all like Power Rangers kind of like Power Rangers was like a big deal for me when I was little like very like Power Rangers like five people with like special powers <laughs> that have to like fight evil but like I would write all these kinds of stories and like read them out loud to my parents have you do you have those notebooks and I stuff think still? I have that in go my, back and read them I, like, I have to say I think I have them I've started doing that it is like I am amazed by my own brain for one thing and also by all the work that I've already done yeah go back and read them I had and I definitely had like a tab where it was like plays, like books, things, and I like, right. think I still have it. I if I remember correctly, if it's not at my parents' house, it's here in this apartment. But like, I like wanted to have like a like, I'm gonna create all these different things. Yeah, like, I'm gonna create like, I'm gonna write a TV show. I'm gonna write like a musical. I'm gonna write like a when I was little yeah. and like had no one. And like my dad didn't go to college. My mom didn't finish college. He my dad was like a hand like worked not in construction but like windows like commercial mm-hmm. construction his whole life mm-hmm. and like made a he they had a um my dad had a commercial window business where he would sell commercial windows like to like high rises or like right. office buildings and stuff so like he didn't have like a like not that that's not creative but like my dad didn't like play an, play an instrument mm-hmm. he didn't like um he had tools and he was really handy and he yeah. was a math person and loved math because mm-hmm. it was finite and I hated math because it was like finite. Like I right. loved like reading and like stories. And like I was the little kid that had like the fifth Harry Potter book that was like massive. Yeah. And I would read all the time and was just reading, reading, reading and didn't want to talk to anyone because I was like, I'm reading it. I'm in this book. Like, yeah. So I was very creative. But like when I as a pro- like watching TV, I was like, oh, I want to work in this. This would be so much fun. But that was always like a dream. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to move to New York City. But that was always kind of just like a dream. Mm. When did you realize that it was something you could actually do? Like in college. Mm-hmm. And like I'm from a place where like everyone in my f- life like lived there and their parents lived there. Right. Like very few people that I knew or that I was friends with in high school were from like no one was from New York City. No one was from like L.A. No one was from like big, huge cities. Right. And like Pittsburgh was the biggest city and that's a small city. Did, like, a I lot go of, there now, I'm did like, other people leave? Like when you, when it came time to graduate from high school where yeah, everyone, a lot of people went, yeah. like some people went everywhere, but like, I remember like going to Penn state was like a big deal. And that was yeah. like one of the best, like a few, like the valedictorian of our class went to Northwestern. Um, another person went to Cornell and another person went to, I'm trying to think of who else went to like really good schools. Some people went to private schools near us that mm-hmm. were still really good, but private and small. Mm-hmm. And then like, and that was still really good because mm-hmm. it was hard to get into there. But like going to Penn State was like a big deal. Like that was like, I was one of the three kids from my graduating class that went to Penn State. And that was like another really big school. Whereas like now I look at it and I'm like, oh, that was like, you know, like right. people go to like fucking like Harvard and shit. Like I didn't go to. But it was a big deal. Like I went to a state you. school that was a party school. And like, that, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's what it was. Right. Like it was great. I loved it. But like, that's what I went to. Whereas, like, that's, like, some people's, like, third option. But, like, for for where I l- grew up, like, that was, like, a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so, what was the town like? What was Newcastle like? Small. Yeah. Um, it had been a, like, small little... It was at one time like a bit like a booming city. But when, like, the steel mills stopped in Pittsburgh and stuff, like, all, the, all of the, like, stuff dried up. It used to have, like... It used to be, like, really cool and really interesting. And then, like, it kind of, like, all the business left and went other places. So it was, like, a small town... There was a lot of schools within the within like one area, mm. so like I graduated with like eighty four kids in my graduating class. Like it was teeny eighty four, wow, like teeny teeny tiny, and so like 
and like the public like not my school is public as well but like the bit like newcastle high school is only like 300 some wow a grade so had had you known those kids your more whole life. or less yeah yeah wow which today i think is like a very today is very like i love that about it yeah but at the time we hated it because who are you dating? Like no one. Yeah. Do you know well, what I mean? Like you, you're friends with everyone. You've known, you know their parents, you know their siblings, you know where they live, you know like what their parents do for work. The you, parents you know, know the parents, yeah, know the grandparents, know the, yeah, everyone dated. Everyone knows each no, other. No. Yeah. And then like your parents knew each other when they went to school, <laughs> which is the same school that you're going to right now. Amazing. Like I graduated from the same place that my dad graduated from. Right. And my mom went to like a rival high school. Right. Close by. And like. So it's like some of my friend, some of my friend's parents, my dad was like, I went to high school with like this person's mother. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? So it was like very like incestuous in that way. But mm-hmm. also like t- looking at it today, like even people that I wasn't really that close with, if they come to New York, they message me and they're like, hey, it'd be great to see you. And I do go see them. And it's like actually genuinely really great. Yeah. Well, you have a connection. I mean, yeah. that's a deep connection. That's really different when you. Certainly growing up in a place like like, New York City, but, you know, even a town with 15,000 people or school, I shouldn't say that, but, like, yeah, that's 84 kids. Are you kidding me? So, like, you know everyone and, like, in grades above and below you, you know a lot of people. And I think it's funny. It's just interesting because it's, like, one of my friends that I've been friends with my whole life, she's getting married in October and I'm in her wedding and, like, her mom was like, I want you to walk me down the aisle because she doesn't have a son. There's just two girls. And, her like, I'm walking her mother down the aisle, basically. Because, like... Because you kind of are a son. Yeah, I'm basically her son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I've known them my whole life. Yeah, yeah. And so, and like my parents are like invited to her wedding. You know what I mean? It's like right. my entire family is invited to like this friend's wedding. It's not just like someone I like knew in school and hung out with and like have been friends with. Like they're like all these people are a part of my family and they're like, I'm a part of theirs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like when my friends would come visit, my parents now live like not in my hometown. And when two of my friends came to visit the one time, my parents were like the happiest in the world. Aww. And, like, they had, like, so much fun, and it was just so fun to, like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's, like, interesting to think, like, I have a very close relationship with all of my friends' parents, Mm -hmm. and they have, like, my parents have a close relationship with, like, a lot of my friends from, like, high school and college. And it's interesting to, like, a lot of people don't have that at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, like, yeah, it's, like, be able to facilitate that, like, in high school and still have that today. Like, if my parents, like... If my friends come over, my parents just sit with us the entire time and just talk to my friends and ask how they're doing and, like, want to know how they are is, like, very interesting. And, like, I only realized, like, as an adult that that's, like, very not normal. No, and it's also, it's like your family is a lot bigger than blood in that way. That's really cool. Did you guys have school dances? Like, what was the kind of social vibe when you were, like, in middle school, for example? Like, We didn't have middle school. So, basically, we were K through 12. Or we were K through 6. You didn't have middle school. There was no middle school. I, don't, I never Whoa. went to middle school. It was, the way that you did it was, it was, like, Nishanik Elementary School was, like, kindergarten through sixth grade. Uh-huh. And then it's in seventh grade, you went to, like, junior high. But it was, like, in the same building? It or? was, they're connected. Whoa. The elementary school and the high school, you can walk from one end to the other. Wow. They're connected by a door. Yeah. And literally you like the you start like high school, but it's like junior high. But you from seventh to twelfth grade, you're in the high school. So did you guys have did you have dances? Yeah, we had dances. We had definitely had dances when we were younger, but nothing like not like crazy. But then like starting in ninth grade, I think you can go to the like it's I think that the homecoming is tenth grade and tenth grade through 12th grade mm-hmm. but if you can take someone in ninth grade mm-hmm. and then the 
prom was like junior senior prom so it was like both the junior it was like junior and senior and then you can take someone that's in 10th grade so you can always take someone that's and i went to every dance that i possibly could really? because everyone like like yeah because everyone's like i want to go with you because i want to have fun and not be with some like choach bag and i was like <laughs> same and like i always said friend like like my senior year prom i went with i had like three dates we like all went together you know what i mean and like we all like so yeah and like what what did you guys do after the prom like i i'm from new jersey you go Our, to the shore. ours was all night long prom was like all night long it, was like it actually a wasn't a time that you went and drank uh-huh. like we drank enough like on our own time please like we didn't <laughs> it was like a lock not really like a lock in like you could leave if you wanted to uh-huh. but it was all night long and you would like you danced a lot of the time and then like they had like a hypnotist that was like hilarious a hypnotist like, a hypnotist and it was like <laughs> he would make people sing songs like it was like irreplaceable by beyonce it was like on the radio at the time uh-huh. and like i remember the one girl grade above me literally like like it was like we have beyonce and like he like hypnotized them into thinking they what? were beyonce and, she, and like the one girl came up and like sang the entire oh song like, in a microphone Amazing. like my friend jen literally like sang like poker face did you get hypnotized I try. Uh, they always were like, you have to go do it. But like, yeah, you'd be hilarious. It's hard. Like certain people are more prone to it than others. Right. And like he would do these tests that were like, hold your fingers like out, like, like, like interlace your fingers, but then hold your like pointer fingers up. And he would be like, or imagine that I'm like tying a rope around your fingers and they're going together. They're going together. And he would like have this like, it right hypnotic thing. And basically like, they would like some people would like go, theirs would go like together right away. Right. And I, mine never would. Yeah. And they'd be like, okay, put your hands out or think that like one of your hands has a balloon tied to it that would like raise your hand up. And then the other one has a weight. And they're like, so Whoop! then people would be like, yeah. And then that would be like, you're prone to hypno- hypnosis. And, th- and they, you were like, I am not. I was just like, I'm not hypnosis. like, I would just hold it in there and be like, I am fucking sitting here. <laughs> like what? And some people every year got it. And it was like always really funny, but like, was it always the same guy? It was always the same people. It was always the same guy. Yes, he was great. And it was always the same people that like would go up and we knew we were going to be funny. You should And like ha- I even went up and like they were like, okay, I'm putting an ice cream cone in your hand or something. And I was like, I'm awake. <laughs> like some people were like, so like I tried really hard to get into it, but I, my mind was like racing. Yeah. And I was like trying too hard, I think. You like couldn't even think. But it, it. I wasn't prone to it also. Like right. I, I didn't pass the tests, but I, they were still like, you should go up because you'll be really funny. You should have the hypnotist on this podcast. I don't even know who what his name is. I could find Oh my god, out. we're gonna find him. I could find out. He might be oh, dead. He might be it's dead. It's been a while. <laughs> he might be dead. He was old. But God willing. But, uh wow, that is so weird. Why? Why was there a hypnotist that was, it was just funny? Like, it was a like funny the, it was thing the that they figured the out. I mean, that's Imagine like a really like good we strategy were, to keep no, a bunch of kids. Think inside. about when we go to karaoke and we sing like songs that we have no business singing. Oh, and we think no. it's and we oh crack up. But imagine me not knowing that I'm and doing, just it. doing it. And then the Owning other people it. that are hypnotized are like the audience and they think that it's Beyonce. It's amazing. So they think they're at a Beyonce concert. For like they're free? like, like literally, like my friend Jen did was like singing Poker Face Lady Gaga and like people were like, throwing people themselves. were like, like they other people it. were like, oh my God, Lady Gaga is, is at in front the of prom. Me. Yeah. No, wow. it's at this concert because we're at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> like, that's what they believed. So, so that's what we did for prom. But it was like, my mom was like the head prom mom. Like, I was like, my mom was really involved and in like. Yeah. Do you remember what you wore to your senior prom? It was a tuxedo that I rented. Yeah. I think it was black and white. Um, What were like the, so irreplaceable, what were the hot tunes at the prom? Fergie was a big deal. That was like, like a big deal. Like, like London Bridge era? Like London Bridge. Yeah, like the Duchess. Yeah, so like good. that was like really, I remember like vividly remember dancing to like Glamorous. Uh-huh. Like, um, and like 
stumble or what's the song? Um, you got me tripping, stumbling like that song. Because I'm falling yeah. in love. Right. Yeah. Banger. Um, yeah. What is that song? Tri- tripping? I think it's called like stumbling or like trip. Clumsy. It's clumsy, called clumsy. clumsy, clumsy. <laughs> and then like the other ones like Fergalicious, obviously like Fergie, like the Duchess mm-hmm. was like running the game at that point. Ugh. And Adele had like just come on the scene, not with Rolling in the Deep, but with 19. Yeah. So there was like a couple songs (gasps) that were like the slow dances were like So you got some ballads, some Adele ballads. kind of. But like very like you kind of knew who she was, but you kind of didn't. Right. And then um, what are the other were the jams? Fergie, mainly Fergie. What about like, all right. So what year was this? My senior prom? Yeah. 2009. Oh my God. I'm so old. Uh, 2009. So is that like Lil John era? That's like a little too, that's like a little later maybe. What do you mean? Like, like Get Low? The yeah. best song to ever be Isn't it? But I think created? Get Low is earlier. It's earlier. That right? was, but that was like the crowd pleaser jam. But like that was like, like, you, were Will, like you guys were like, oh my God, I remember the song from like when we were in eighth grade. Will dance to the, oh yeah, when we were in like sixth grade. But like Will <laughs> dance to that at my wedding. Like Will play Get Low Lil John at my wedding. Like if you think I'm fucking joking, I'm fucking not. Little John will be officiating. It might have to be the like the censored the, version, but like walking down it, the aisle because it's the raunchy first song. First dance, no, like literally dance. first dance, maybe. <laughs> but like ev- we will play that song. Like that was definitely there. Obviously, like oh, you know what was really big? The like Soldier Boy song. What was that? Soldier Boy, tell him. Yeah, um, crank that Soldier Boy. Watch me crank it. Watch me roll. Yeah, na, yeah, na, Soldier na. Boy up in this Superman hoe. that yes, hoe. Yes, yes. Now I that need was you. really big. Like watch me, Soldier Boy. Yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Lip Gloss, Lil Mama. Oh, oh, like, oh, banger, ultimate banger, playing it at my wedding. Um, that was really big. And like Missy Elliott wasn't happening yet anymore, but it was like play but Missy still, Elliott. They were and very nostalgic again. Yeah, yeah. Like we were younger, but we it was like this will. It was only a couple years ago before. I'm obsessed with the fact that there were so few kids. Like this is just jarring to me. No, and it's how like, many kids were at the prom? Well, it was junior and senior year. It was junior and senior, so like two hundred. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like maybe two hundred. Right. The year below us was like hundred and twenty something, and the year above us was like ninety something. Yeah. So like two hundred. Yeah. Mainly. So I want to talk to you too about the internet because I'm older enough than you are to remember a time like I remember when we got our first computer I can talk about this for the rest of the uh, I think it's fast I think it's fascinating so okay so I I actually really know this really well so like I was 12 get ready when we got a computer which means you would like how old were you when you first went on the internet I don't know how old I was but I vividly remember when we got our first computer that was like a personal computer Mm -hmm. excuse me a desktop a desktop computer that had Windows 95 Mm-hmm. It was right when the the movie Ants came out. Remember the Ants movie with like um, vaguely. It was a it was like a DreamWorks movie, maybe. I don't uh-huh. know where my phone is, but um, a dream. It was like an, a movie. It was like after a Bug's Life came out, I think, mm-hmm. and it was like it was like all these ants in a colony and. Um, Doing shit. What's the director that like <laughs> had sex with his daughter? Woody Allen. Woody Allen was the main <laughs> character. Yeah, I mean, that's. Am I wrong? <laughs> Woody Allen is was the main character. I want to be like his, more than we can his, name. Yeah, his voice. Woody Allen was the. I don't know how I could not think of his name, but he was the main character. 
Wow. Okay. I don't remember this. And it was a movie. And I remember that movie when I logged on to AOL for the first time, they were promoting that movie. Weird. So I vividly remember that. Yeah. So like whenever that movie came out was when I first got on the internet. So it was like bleep, bloop, bleep, bloop, yeah, bloop, like dial bleep, up, dial up, yep. dial up. And all of a sudden. Yeah. And then you saw the, the thing. I think my phone just got a text message, which was a funny cue. Um, Times have changed. So, okay, so you log on, you see the Ants movie. Do yes. you remember what your screen name was? Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, we, we talked about this last AKA time. A.K.A. Scubba. <laughs> that was my screen name. What do you mean? Total memory lapse. A.K.A. Scubba, that's right. Which then transitioned into Skiing is Life 722. <laughs> like, fucking what's good. So what were you, what was A.K.A. Scubba up to? Like, were you in chat rooms? Were you? No, I don't think that I was old enough. I don't think that, like, the instant messenger existed yet. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Or basically, like, I don't remember what, but, like, yeah, like, something didn't, I don't know if AIM existed yet. Mm -hmm. Like, the instant messenger part of it existed yet. Right. But, like, you could change your background and you could like go on the internet and look at stuff. And I remember always looking at like Nickelodeon. Because mm-hmm. remember like Amanda, the Amanda show? Yes. Like AmandaPlease.com, <laughs> like when she would say that. So we would like, I would go on there mm-hmm. and like go on like the Nickelodeon website and look mm-hmm. at like Power Rangers on the internet. And mm-hmm. I remember like, like, I remember that very vividly. Like yeah. going on like the Nickelodeon website. Because they would like play it on every, like after every show, they would like plug the website. And I remember being one of the first people to get like an AOL like screen name. Yeah. That I knew. Yeah. And so. So you were just like waiting for people to chat with. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm and here like to what's, chat on. what's up. Eclipse is ready. The but internet was, has arrived. But also like, what did I care about other than like Nickelodeon? Like <laughs> right. nothing. So like I was fucking. And like Cartoon Network where you could play those like flash games on like mm-hmm. that was a thing. But like AIM didn't exist yet. And like that, like God only knows what was around the corner for me with like doing your fucking info like your aim <laughs> profile and like all that stuff and there was like the, the icons and like so much so much and it was in like our like dining room uh-huh. and like it was just like a little computer desk and then like a little big monitor and i also remember having like computer games that i would like play on there but I don't remember what. Did you have to, like, did you and your sister fight over got, who got to use the computer? She was too young. She was too young. She was, like, really little. Yeah. So she was, like, when I started, she was, like, she was too young. It's so it was, like, it wasn't It wasn't a fight. an issue. Yeah, no. Yeah. And when did you get a cell phone? Sixth grade. And, like, was that a normal thing? Like, did I was one of the first phones? people in my grade to get a cell phone. So, like, so then, like fucking who, come who at me again. Like, calling? again, like. My mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, it was like mainly just, just for like, like emergencies. Like, and again, it was like up. the Nokia brick. Safe. So I had like snake and yeah. like bear texting was like barely a thing. Yeah. And probably wasn't for a long time. Yeah. And like, I remember like, yeah. And then like, that was basically, I had a self, I had that cell phone and then like everyone started to get cell phones mm. and then it was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was like one of the first ones in my grade to get a cell phone. Mm hmm. And I still remember my cell phone number. It's not the one that I have today, but it, it had a, a cell phone number first when it was like cellular one before Verizon yeah. was really like the big shit. What's, what do you think is the most embarrassing thing that happened to you in school as Oh my kid? God, embarrassing thing at school? I don't even know. Do you remember feeling like intimidated in any way by another kid or like worried about 
a project or were you just chilling? I feel that I've like let all those memories go. Is that weird? I don't know. Like I don't, I can't even think. Really, there's definitely projects and stuff, but like I was always, I was smart. Like I didn't. Those were never like. Well, to go back to what you said earlier, you knew you were smart, and you like I didn't got through. Like I studied and stuff, but like I didn't like break my back over school. Yeah, like and I was always good. I was like always good enough to get like good grades, and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I don't know what would be embarrassing. I mean, definitely, like, looking back on certain things now, being embarrassed about it, but at the time, it wasn't, Mm -hmm. like, things weren't embarrassing, like, just, but just, like, being young and being, like, I thought I was the fucking shit, and I wasn't, you know what I mean, (laughs) like, that kind of stuff. Um, No, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. And I wasn't, like, bullied or anything like that. Like, if anything, I was a bully. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't know. We And again, it's, like, there's, like, only 84 of us, so it wasn't, like, there was, like, someone that would just, like, harass you. Like, yeah, there's people that didn't like each other, and there were people that had, like, beef and, like, there was always drama and it was like, I but was there's like, nowhere to hide. Right. It's like if you were, there's people that didn't like each other, but, but like, if you that were like a bullying whatever, kid, like, it's like, everyone's going to know that you're an yeah, asshole. Yes. And probably call you out on it. I would assume someone in kind of just like they knew like, yeah, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was just kind of, yeah. Like, I don't know. It like wasn't, and everyone like made fun of each other and everyone like roasted each other, but it wasn't ever like, oh, this is a person that's a bully and they bully the same person all the time. Like, we didn't like that. That was, like, mean. That would be, like, mean. Like, I would have been, like, stop doing that. Yeah. But it didn't happen, really. Yeah. And not that people weren't bullied by other people, but it was, if anything, it was, like, their friends. Mm-hmm. Like, being mean to each other. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It wasn't, like, what you think of from stereotypical, like, the big bully that's, like, where's a cut-off denim jacket and, come like, and take your yeah, lunch money, like, Chris. give me your lunch money, punk. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, like, when Phoebe, like, bullies, um, when she's, like, <laughs> give me your money, remember, like, <laughs> friends. Like, that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was, like, too small. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, really into my friends. I was really into, like, like, I was one of the first people to get my license. Also, I was old for my grade, so I, like, had, I was, like, first of everything. You like, just say, like, just <laughs> saying. Like, I was really, like, first of my, like, like I was the one with the car. Like, mm-hmm. everyone got in my little white Honda Civic. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, we drove everywhere. And I was always, like, I was really, I loved, like, going to explore new places and, like, going to meet new people. I loved, like, meeting people. Like, I had friends. Like, when we go to the football games, I was like, this is, like, social hour. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about the game. <laughs> I want to go and I want to, like, talk to everyone and, like, be really social. I've always been, like, chatty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was the thing. Like, I loved going to, like, the fair because everyone would be there and everyone's like, Oh, my oh, God. Like, tell me about the fair. It was my favorite <gasps> thing in the whole world. When's the last time that you went? I don't even know. Like, as an adult, and I went once and was like, oh, my. Like, I think it's in college a county once. Fair? Like, the Lawrence County Fair. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this is horrid. But you loved it. But, like, when I was little, it was like you saw everyone there and it yeah. was like you were seen and you got to, like, talk to people yeah. and, like, I, like, had a lot of friends from different schools, too. Like, I had all my really good friends in, at Nishanik, but, like, you kind of know everyone from other schools, too, because it's so small. Right. So it was, like, I had all my friends that I would, like, see and, like, kind of, like, my outlier, like, friends from, like, other schools that I was, like, cool with. And, like, I was really social. Mm-hmm. Hence, like, I'm a television producer today and, like, interview <laughs> people for a living. But, like, I was super social and, like, wanted to get to know people. And, like, mm-hmm. in a sense, like, be a producer or like even like be do what I'm doing right now mm-hmm. like interviewing people kind of and like finding out about people and what makes them tick and like really coming to f- like become very intimate with them and like I loved that and like yeah. getting to know their life and like I was really into that like I always love talking with people everyone like everyone always still today is like oh you have like so all these friends like you You're have so many friends and you like 
have kept in touch with them and like are able to like continue to be friends with a lot of people and it be like or just somehow establish a thing of like I still care about you even though I don't talk to you in like Mm -hmm. two years Mm -hmm. you know that's cool you didn't you couldn't identify what the job was when you were watching tv and saying like I want to do that thing but you were actually doing it yeah before you even realized which is like weird and like it's weird to think like me and my friends like on my like camcorder that you couldn't edit like we would just record (laughs) stop record stop we made like the real world and I like directed the whole thing like we did like like this is the story of seven strangers like and then next person like picked to live in a house like work together and have their lives taped like find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real and move to Newcastle like literally like in my basement like that was like that the the like real world house and like we like shot a whole thing that we like did like a real world like like and I had like a confessional I had like a whole like I had the whole thing like I literally made like a real world (laughs) And it was like really funny, actually. I think I still have it somewhere, but like it's, it was like really funny. And like when we would do like we had to do like different videos for like Spanish class, and like where we'd have to like talk in Spanish the whole time. And like everyone else was like, we did like a game show where we sat around a table and like read fucking note cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine and my friends were always like, literally one of them was called El Habito and Las Montañas, which was literally <laughs> about the <laughs> Hobbit in the mountains. And I was a Hobbit, and I was walking in the mountains and like. This moose woman, don't know, what is that? Don't know. <laughs> this moose woman, like, was skiing in a skiing, freak skiing accident, got hurt, and I had to, like, come give her clothing because it was Pobre about clothing. Cita. It was about clothing. That's what we had to talk Ropa. about. Like, La Ropa. And La Tienda. No, literally. And that's, and we ma- made ours about a hobbit <laughs> saving the life of a moose woman that was hurt in a skiing accident. God bless you. You learned those Catholic values very young. That's you what we that's what we did for our thing instead of being like we were at a store shopping. Like you know what? Fuck stores. So it's like weird because I think back and I'm yeah, like, oh no, I was really creative it. and was like making all these weird fucking videos and like but like at the time if you would have been like I was like no we were just being funny. Like this right, is just funny. Right, 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 right. Like yeah, I you're could, a kid and you're playing And like this isn't a career that yeah, I can like make. Totally. Yeah. It's weird. And like those are somewhere too and I need to find them. I think I have a DVD somewhere of all of them but like need to find in the archive yeah yeah you gotta prep the material for the the future generations for, for sure. you know for posterity sure. yeah and then i remember i guess a couple years ago or maybe it was I, not even maybe it was more recent but you wrote a really beautiful piece of a letter to yourself your younger self yeah that was not that long it was a couple months ago i have short-term memory loss yeah. um <laughs> but i wonder if you i don't know like what are a couple of things that you would want to tell yourself when you were like 14 or 15 or whatever you think the age that you most could have used some TLC would have been. I think the age that I could have used the most would have been like, I don't know. Cause like when you're young, it's like, yeah, everything is like so intense and blah, blah, blah. But then you get like a, like you grow a month later and then you're like, what was that? Changes like, well, like, pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, I was never like miserable or like, like I was fine with school. Like I wasn't yeah. miserable in high school. I didn't like have the horrible experience. Like, right. Maybe college. I think my first two years of college, even though they were like very fun and I was doing a lot and I was, I was like exploring so much of myself and like the, like, not the world because mm-hmm. it's like a small little college mm-hmm. town, but like a big school and ex- learning more about like other people and stuff. I was, there was a lot of drama. Yeah. Like a lot of stuff, like a lot of people coming to college that should not have come to college because of 
different abusive behaviors in their own personal lives right for different reasons and i was like in the group of friends that i had that i'm still friends with a lot of them today like there was a lot of drama and a lot of like people having to grow up and we all experienced that all together and i think that like i think i would say to myself like if i needed tlc i would have said to myself like in the first like two probably two years of college of like none of this is going to matter in like two years. Like I know this is like the biggest thing in your life right now, but like none of like, you're going to learn a lot from going through all this stuff and like being a fly on the wall when these people deal with their like substance abuse issues and like their families being like not great people and like not having their best interests at heart. Like my parents always have like, and you are going to learn a lot and like see what you don't want to be like as a parent or like be like when you have to, when your kid goes to college right. and also like none of this drama that you're fucking fighting about right now or you think is a big deal, like is a big deal at all and like won't be in like a month, let alone like five years from then. It's temporary. And yeah. like, it's really temporary. And also like you're your own person. Yeah. Yeah. And I was always like, and I was always my own person, but I was also always like, in a big friend group of a bunch of people and yeah, everyone was really great, but I was always like the really good friend. Yeah. And like, not that I wasn't like an independent person cause I always have been, but it was like, I love to be like the caretaker of my friends a lot. And I grew out of that in college yeah. cause I was like, I can't fucking deal with this shit. I'm, I'm nodding vehemently cause yeah. I think that, uh, that's like big cancer moon territory right like taking yeah, like on motherly other energy emotions and being like, oh and i'll help everyone and, and like i'll like feeling them very deeply yeah. yeah and that's you just can't take that on no you know what i no, mean like you, you can't like do you can't like you're never gonna be able to watch someone throughout the entire day and make sure that they don't drink yeah. in the middle of the day or don't like hook up with some guy that they should that said that they didn't want to hook up with and like yeah. you can be the mom all you want to be but like you can't right like people are going to have to make their own mistakes and like live out their own thing. And like you can't control. And also you can't control it. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to do whatever they want to do. And like you, I love being in control and like, you're just going to need to let them do whatever they want to do. And like, you can be there, but you don't need to be involved. Yeah. And I was always someone that was like inserting myself in things and being like, i like was like wanted to be there for people, but it was like, you just like need to like do you. Yeah. Put your, and like, just don't be involved because it's just like a waste of your fucking. Put energy. your mask on first yeah. before yes. assisting others. And not even that I had like big problems. No, or anything. no. Like, I was but just like, I was like a, I was definitely a passive thing in the yeah, whole. Yeah, yeah. In the situation, but, you were taking, but like absorbing a lot of people's being a, energy being and like, tension, and, and like also being like a like, are you on my side or are you on this side? Like right. being having to take sides and stuff like that. Like, and now in my real life, I don't deal with that. If I have two friends that don't like each other or that like have, we've all been friends and they don't like each other anymore, I can be with both those people. Right. Yeah, you're and like I don't need a group of friends to like validate my existence. Not, I mean that's so insane. That's like so dramatic. That would be but, crazy. But do you know what I mean? But like, I don't need like a group of friends or like. Th- there's a world outside of like who your group of friends are. Right. You that's have, what I'm saying. And I you say. have individual friendships and relationships. Yeah. That like hopefully work both ways and not yeah. you being everyone's character. And like you don't have to be like you'll be friends with people. no matter what happens you'll be friends with these people when you're done. Yeah. And it's like fine. Yeah. That's what I would, I think that's what I would say. And that would be like freshman, sophomore year of college. And it was a lot of fun and I don't like regret it, but like would I do it over again? Like probably not. I would never do it again. Yeah. Like probably <laughs> not. And like school was fine. Like I was never like, oh, I'm so busy and I'm in the, I'm yeah. in the library till like eight in the morning trying to type a paper up. But it was just like the drama of the friends was like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Word. 
Um, all right. Well, we're going to leave it there so that we can take a beautiful commute to Prospect Brooklyn. and Crown Heights, Brooklyn, yeah. on the other side of the river and the island. And the This is my first trip to this part of Hoboken, and I'm thrilled. I right? Love it. It's great. I've been a different way in Hoboken that's more like kind of warehouses and like new like schmaltzy buildings and I had no idea so back in the home state of New Jersey thrilled excited about your your tax situation which is better than my own and yes. um and you have a beautiful home thank you for having me thank you for having me um to ask questions yeah to. I like I I learned a lot about you yeah yeah I'm really interested in this eclipse thing i'm gonna go home oh no i'm gonna find it. out all about it tomorrow too so i'll like oh, let great. you know great yeah love it um yeah it's intense. okay so uh i don't remember what i do now you should <laughs> where, where can people find you if they want to find you oh yeah people can find me um on my soon-to-be updated website which is janicemorgan.net they can find me on instagram at denise with a j that's the word with spelled out Remember when you didn't know that? I yeah. didn't know that last Same. time. I was I wasn't gonna bring it up, but thanks. Uh, and you can also right now find me giving um, on your Alexa financial right? briefings on oh, your fuck, Amazon Alexa, which is now turning on. Wait, how do we do it? Let's do oh, it. Oh really wait, quick. ready? Okay, Alexa, play idea. I well shit. You don't even know ideas briefing. Oh Christ, <laughs> Alexa. Give me an idea briefing. Is that what it is? I think so. Oh, here we go. Hey, Honor. Oh, fuck. And market analysis to keep you informed <laughs> on the most recent trends. Here are some stories to keep your eye on. That's me. While geopolitical events That's and not me. returning demand have helped oil prices creep higher over the last year, investors should keep their eye on one lesser-known aspect of oil supply and demand. That's Mike the on the mic. The need for middle distillates. According to Morgan Stanley's global oil strategist, Martin Ratz, while the supply of light-grade shale oil... Who the fuck is this? <laughs> not me. <laughs> ...oil needed to produce middle distillates like jet fuel, diesel, and heating oil could drive prices for heavy crudes like Brent. Ratz and his team estimate Brent and Brent-like oils could reach $90 a barrel by 2020. The gig economy is booming. That's by the me. year 2027, freelance workers may represent more than 50% of the U.S. working population. Meanwhile, in Europe, freelancers are the fastest growing group in the labor market, having doubled between 2000 and 2014. While freelancing growth is an opportunity for corporates to become more agile and better control labor costs, expect some policy changes ahead as freelancers voice concerns over paid leave, healthcare benefits, and retirement planning. After staying range-bound since mid-2013, healthcare inflation is rising sharply. Wow. Yeah, if you want to hire me, uh, a freelancer with concerns about healthcare benefits and uh, retirement planning, uh, you can you can go to my website and find contact information. I can I can talk to you professionally. Wow. Um, wait. So I just say like you know who? Give me an idea briefing. I think that's what I said. Yes, that's what you said. Boom. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, listening public. That's how you. Like you can hear this voice whenever you. Yeah, want. you can. You never have to miss me. If you have an Amazon Echo Dot. A thing um, that yeah. we won't name. Um, okay, I think that's it. Okay, we love you. I love you. I love you. Um, all right. For and dinner. You, oh, yeah, I should plug my shit. Fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, we're sober. You guys know. like, Chris, Yeah, we are sober. <laughs> yes, it's just sad. 
Um, you can find me at the Chris Rosa. You can find the show at Loud and Curious. You can show, uh, see the show at loudandcurious.com. And if you want to send me an email, it's chris at loudandcurious.com. You guys already know all this. And um, you can find my new blog, Attention Seeking Homebody, which is Janice Morgan is the person that came up with that name in the first place, um, at attnsh.com. Um, all right. Love Until you. next time, I'll hear you on the Alexa Echo Dot. Bye. Bye.